Welcome to Scholastic Reads, our podcast about books, authors, and the joy and power of reading. I'm your host, Suzanne McCabe, Editor-at-Large at Scholastic. Thank you for joining us. I just want to say, I read the book. I have the um, uncorrected proof, but I read it, and oh. I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, you never first... know when you write for kids that if they're going to yeah. like it or not. I mean, I liked it, but... No, it's definitely know. relatable to my first year. Good. Yeah. I'm so glad. The kid reporter you just heard from is 13-year-old Alula Alderson of California. Alula had the chance to talk with today's star guest, Alyssa Milano. You may remember Alyssa from her hilarious role on Who's the Boss? In addition to being an actress, Alyssa is also an activist and now a children's book author. She recently wrote Hope Project Middle School. We're happy to have her join us now by phone from Los Angeles. Hi, Alyssa. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. We are thrilled to have you here. Tell us about Hope Project Middle School. Of course. Um, Hope Roberts is our main character, and she's a little girl who leads from her heart, and she wants to change the world, but she has to get to middle school first. And uh, she's just this incredible character. She loves science. She wants to be an astrophysicist when she grows up. And basically, the idea came from my own children. I look at them, and they're filled with so much hope and uh, inspiration. And I thought, you know, when you look at kids, there's this innate ability to want to do good and to want to um, help each other through hard times. And, And I feel like somewhere along the way, that gets lost. And my theory is, is it gets lost somewhere around middle school when life becomes a little bit more difficult and everything is, is new, you know, middle school is a very transitional time for a lot of kids. And I also think a lot of our experiences in middle school sort of set the, the foundation for, for how we're going to react to things as adults or interact with people as adults. So it was really important for me to give those kids a voice. Yes. Now, as Hope realizes when she gets to middle school, she doesn't always have a voice herself, though. What does she do about it? What does she do to make change? Well, I love book one because she's really finding her voice and using her voice. And, um, you know, that's a process, not only within her school dynamics, but also at home. Um, You know, and she takes on a lot of responsibility. Uh, to be heard. And uh, sometimes that responsibility didn't go as she planned, but she learns from her mistakes and comes out stronger on the other side. And what do you want your young readers to take away from the book? I want them to feel seen and heard. I want them to know that their voice matters and that it's important that they learn how to use it and fight for injustices that they might see throughout their lifetime. And, um, you know, that they never start, stop working for, for a brighter future, not only for themselves, but for the world. That is a daunting task. Do you have advice, like, where can kids begin if they see something wrong or an injustice? How do they start? What do they do to address it? Well, kids have this natural, amazing barometer, this moral compass 
I think. Um, and they know the difference between right and wrong. And if they see something, whether it be bullying or a, a child even just sad, uh, it's important that we take care of each other um, and have compassion and empathy. And again, use their voices, uh, you know, whether it be talking to a parent about it or a teacher or some kind of mentor um, that they trust and that they believe in. Uh, you know, it's, it's really important that, that kids know that what they think matters and that we're always going to have their backs. As an activist yourself, you tackle a lot of tough issues and a lot of issues of injustice. I wonder, how do you maintain hope? Well, through kids, for sure. I've been an ambassador for UNICEF since 2003. And part of that job is traveling the world and seeing the struggles of, of humanity and the struggles that children face every single day. Um, and through their eyes, uh, I, have, I have learned to be so inspired because they never give up. They never give up. And I think everything, every child throughout the world has this one thing that, that binds us all together. And that is the ability to hope and to dream for a better tomorrow. Now, in the book, Hope has a superhero called Galaxy Girl. It's from one of her favorite comics. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Um, well, for me personally, I think because I, I started acting at such a, a young age, I always thought it would be pretty cool to be invisible um, <laughs> and to just be able to, you know, blend in and, and not um, feel like people are staring or looking at me. Um, but the older I've gotten, I actually think that my superpower, I would want my superpower to be the power to heal. Huh. That's really something. When you were a kid, did you ever think or dream that you would become a writer? No, but most of my life is like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I started acting at such a young age, so I didn't really have a, have an opportunity to to try to figure out what it was that I wanted to do. So... Um, my life has really just been taking advantage of opportunities that have um, come my way and uh, focusing on that opportunity in that moment and doing the best job I possibly can and working hard. And I think if you work hard, anything's possible. What were some of your favorite books when you were growing up? Oh, I was a huge Shel Silverstein fan. Aww. So I love, um, you know, where the sidewalks and where the sidewalk ends and a light in the attic, um, you know, a giving tree. Although it made me sad when I was younger, but now I can look at it as as the masterpiece that it really it really is. Um, I had this book that I loved called Barney Beagle, um, which was about a uh, a little beagle that was in a pet shop, and everyone would come in and buy the pet that looks like that looked like them, uh, except for Barney Beagle. Um, and Barney Beagle was was left out, and then a little boy showed up with aviator an aviator cap, and he looked just like Barney Beagle, and that was his boy. And wow. and we have a dog, an Australian Shepherd named Barney Beagle now. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, yeah, I wonder if you could tell us what's next for Hope, your young heroine. What can we look forward to in her next adventures? There's actually so much to look forward to with these Hope books. Um, Book two will be about Hope becoming a community uh, organizer to try to keep her uh, local animal shelter open. 
and she starts fundraising and doing all sorts of things to keep this animal shelter open. Um, then in book three, which will be out in 2020, Hope runs for class president. So we will coincide that uh, book with the 2020 election and give kids um, a civics class in how elections work and what it means to actually cast your ballot for someone. That's wonderful. We need your voice so much, and we are so very proud that you're a scholastic author, Alyssa. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. It's a dream come true. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, So do you think that your own experiences in middle school influenced the character of Hope and or her story? No, because I didn't even go to school. I was tutored on the set. I started acting when I was seven years old. So I had a tutor from the time I did, I was on a show called Who's the Boss and I was 11 to 19. So I had one teacher that entire time. So um, if anything, I think my writing this book was about um, really using my imagination, but also um, what I wish I had gone through Mm -hmm. had I gone to middle school, because I always kind of felt like I'd missed out on something. Mm Um, but Debbie, my co-writer, she's got a daughter who is in middle school, so she pulled a lot from that. We thought it would be fun to ask Alula about that interview and to find out what middle school is really like. Hi, Alula. Welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. Could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. I'm Alula Alderson. I'm 13 years old, and I live in Ojai, California. And what grade are you in, Alula? I'm in eighth grade. Okay. So you're a kid reporter for Scholastic. Mm-hmm. How long have you been in the program? I applied for the program when I was in fifth grade. And I think it was about sixth grade that I started reporting for them. My goodness. Now, we wanted to learn a little bit more about your recent interview with Alyssa Milano. What was that like? It was really inspiring. I... Um, know Elisa because I have seen the show Charmed, which she stars on, and also she um, is widely known for being very feminist, and she started, or she inspired the hashtag MeToo movement. Amazing. And what were some of the questions you asked her? Yeah, well, I asked her um, how she can relate to the main character that she wrote about in her book, Hope Project Middle School, and I also asked her um, what life was like for her in middle school. Yes, and if I remember correctly, she did not go to school because she was on set and she was tutored. Is that right? Yeah, I was actually very surprised when she was telling me about how she started acting when she was super young, so she never actually got to have a middle school experience. And she was telling me about um, how this was kind of her imagination um, inventing what she thought middle school would be like. And also her co-writer, Debbie Rigaud, um, has a daughter who was in middle school. So they also um, kind of took inspiration from that. Neat. Could you tell us what middle school is really like, Alula? We want to know <laughs> from someone who's in it. <laughs> it's super intimidating at first because the older grades are overwhelming and you don't really know whether or not you're going to fit in. And um, I guess it's also hard because I have a friend, for instance, who's in my grade, 
and her and I have known each other for a super long time. But ever since we went into middle school, we've made new friends. And I think that you kind of have to get used to um, understanding that change is okay. And that just because uh, we're both making new friends doesn't mean that we're any less close. And I can really relate to the main character. Yeah, I I totally understand why that's exactly what happens with Hope. Uh, Also, um, Alyssa in the book, she covers how Hope, when she gets to middle school, she finds out that girls aren't always listened to in the same way that boys are. Has that been true to your experience at all? I mean, um, as a girl, I feel like you're taught to be maybe more polite and more um, accepting. Um, for instance, there's been like studies that show that girls apologize more often than boys. And I think it's in our society that there's a stereotype that girls are supposed to be more like quote unquote feminine or, um, more sensitive, but I don't think that's true at all because boys can be just as sensitive and girls can be just as, um, powerful and they deserve to be listened to just as much. Oh my goodness, Alula. I think you're ready to graduate from school and come work at Scholastic. <laughs> I I just wondered if you were meeting a girl a little younger than you are who's just starting out in middle school, what advice would you give to her? Um, I think that I would tell her don't be afraid to fit in because everybody tries to meet those stereotypes of like being perfect and like, oh, this is what most middle schoolers are like but there's no norm for a middle schooler because everybody's different and everybody's going through change and I think that you just have to um try not to listen to what people are telling you to do because it's okay to just be yourself that's amazing I would love to hear about some of your other experiences as a kid reporter, I know that you interviewed Brie Larson, for example, and Ruth Carter, the costume designer for Black Panther. Could you tell us about some of the women who have inspired you in your reporting? So I have been to a lot of Marvel press junkets, which is super overwhelming because you're crammed into a room with a lot of reporters and all of them are adults. And I am the only kid. Um, so I think that at the end, when they um, open the conference for questions from the audience, I always like to stand up and raise my hand because when people see a kid in the audience, they immediately maybe look at me differently because they're like, oh, wow, she stands up. She's not like everybody else here who are grown up. And um, so I was at the press junket for Captain Marvel and I raised my hand to ask a question. And I think... Other people around me in the audience, reporters actually pointed to me and um, they were saying that I should get called on for questions, which I did. And it was super fun. I mean, I won't lie, it was terrifying, but <laughs> I think it was <laughs> because um, Brie Larson answered my question. And then at the following press junket that I went to for Endgame, um, Brie Larson actually spotted me. And I'm not sure if she recognized me, but I'd like to think that she did. And she called on me again, and I got to ask a question there, too. So it was really nice. And later that day, um, I was sitting down eating lunch in the hotel where the press junket was held. And she walked by, and she spotted me, and she was like, 
you go girl, like, um, you're amazing, keep on doing what you love. And that was really inspiring. Oh my so she's gosh. definitely one of the people that I look up to. Oh my, I can see why. I didn't know that story. That's great. Alula, we'd love for you to read an excerpt from Hope Project Middle School. Is there something you've picked out that you think our listeners would enjoy hearing? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is on page 131, and Hope is in her science club. They've been working on this project for a really long time. She's looking forward to um, doing a test run at this project. And I'm going to be reading from the book now. Sam, I shout. Running up behind her, she walks away in the other direction. OMG, Hope, I was just thinking about you. I wanted to catch you. I speak fast so she can get to class. And I have, can have enough time to get to mine on the other side of the building. We're testing our science project in the lab today after school. And I thought it would be great to have a girl power crew there to cheer us STEM girls on. What do you think you and your friends can make it? Do you think you and your friends can make it? I can for sure. But I'll find out about everybody else and let you know. Thank you, thank you, thank you, I say. I chose that because um, I think it's really supportive that her best friend Sam is supporting her and is going to come to this meeting where they're going to have their test run. Because it's always really cool when other girls or other women support other women. And that was just a really great example. Nice, Alula. You love to read, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, what superpowers does reading give you? Um, I think it's definitely one way to um, develop empathy for others. Because as you're reading about the characters who are experiencing different circumstances and different lives to you, you really get a feel for them. And then you start taking that back to real life. And... Um, you can reflect on other people more easily and imagine what they're going through too. Very incisive. <laughs> yeah, Lula, thank <laughs> you. Thank you for your incredible reporting. I am so proud of you. Yeah, thank you for all of these amazing opportunities. Okie doke. Well, have a great afternoon at school. Thank you. Thanks so much again to Alyssa Milano and Scholastic Kid reporter Alula Alderson for joining us today. And thank you for listening. To learn more about the book we discussed, head to scholasticreads.com or check out the show notes. Don't miss an episode of Scholastic Reads. Find us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Special thanks to producer Bridget Benjamin, associate producer Mackenzie Catrazula, sound engineer Daniel Jordan, and music composer Lucas Elliott Ebrill. I'm Suzanne McCabe. We look forward to sharing more Scholastic Reads next time.